Hey, real quick, before I start the podcast, if you are a return listener and enjoying the show, do me a favor and rate and review the show. I hate asking for this, but we are trying to get this podcast on the top 100 list for business and marketing. It only takes less than a minute. And I would love you more than you've ever been loved before by someone else. So please rate it. I love you so much. Okay, showtime. Now, if you're repeating the same problems over and over and you're not learning, and that's a you problem. Now you got to fix this guy. Welcome to the Underdog Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, impact clients at the highest level, and share the many failures and lessons I have learned on the way. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Devin, good morning. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good, Mr. Dan. I had a pretty like, relaxing weekend. Just got a chance to chill on one. I think that we're going to have a big week this week. We've got a lot of things we got to work on, me personally, and obviously with us for the business. Um good though i think it's a very exciting time uh and i feel like a cool thing that i think we're going to talk about today is how like you don't really repeat the same process you know like where we are now we won't really come back to once we've grown and once we've kind of finished the things that we need to finish so it's it's really cool uh seeing the evolution of the business and just seeing it from the ground up right so well it's it's the evolution of us mm-hmm. we are we are a reflection of and, and that's actually one of the the six rules to, to decision-making um, and life in general. And I think um, that is, I believe, number three, which is the business is, is a reflection of the leader. So um, with that being said, hope everyone's having a great day. Um, I'm excited to talk about uh, these concepts here because you know what, one of the biggest lines that I heard, I think it was from Gary Vee, he goes, don't create content, um, document content. Right. And so one of the things that I want to do is be documenting our journey. Mark, thanks for the, uh, the comments down below. Devin, if you see anything, let me know. Um, if you guys are going to um, comment down below, one second, come say what up in the comment section. Sorry, one second, people. Um, but I, I definitely want to talk about the art of decision making and really the mindset that is needed to get to the next level. So if y'all ready, Devin, you ready for these six rules? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's just kind of jump into it. And if you guys have any questions down below, be sure to ask. So let's get into it. So number one, this, you know, I call them a rule. You can call them a lesson. You can call them a, um, a method. I wouldn't call it a method, but I'll call it a concept, which is number one, the state of being grateful needs to be the foundation to all of this. And one thing that I was just thinking about, Devin, as we were talking before, it was realizing that most of our problems are first world problems. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let that sink in for a quick second. <laughs> most of our problems that we have are first world problems. Yeah. And so if you watch this right now, When you actually take a second and take a step back and realize the problems that you have Mm -hmm. and you put it into perspective of someone starving and let's just, let's just give a country X, Y, and Z, Ethiopia, Mm -hmm. where they're struggling to get water for that day, or they're struggling to find food, or someone has a disease, one of your children has a disease, and all you're trying to do right now is live or drink water, find healthy water, or sorry, clean water and food. And when you think about that from that perspective, 
and you think about your problems that you're facing right now, you realize that it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Are they important? Do they need strategy? 100%. But when I think of that, I think about how grateful I am to even be in these shoes right now. Do you want to add anything to that, Devin? Uh, so far, uh, it's, it's a really great concept because, again, like things that we, we talk about, things that we fight about, things that stress us out. Um, stress. Yeah. Stress. I think that's the word. Right? It's, it's so crazy because, again, like when you do travel the world, for the people that haven't, like and me personally, I haven't either. But when you go to like all these other places in the world, like you'll see that things that matter to you here won't matter to you there. And it's, it's just really putting things into perspective that, you know, different, different societies, different cultures have different norms. And uh, I think coming from that place of like gratitude, like, thank you for, because again, not many people are, are blessed to be in the position that you're in, to be able to make the decisions that you make, uh, and to even to come across the problems that you have. So yeah, I yeah. like that. Well, I just, I'm, I'm trying to give the perspective, not of me, I, mm -hmm. I don't matter. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about everyone watching, watching this right now. Mm -hmm. Sure, you can, be, you can say I'm struggling financially or I'm trying to figure out a problem or I'm trying to get to the next level or blah, 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 blah. As long as you are in a state of being grateful, I think that matters more. Hmm. Like I'm blessed to live in a country like Canada where it's just like you live in a first world country that even if things go completely sideways, I'll still be fine. What's like the absolute worth, worst case? I got nothing to my name. Things will still probably be fine. I'd rather have that position than be in an area where I'm struggling to find water mm. or food for the day. Mm -hmm. And I think when you think about it from that perspective, the stresses that you're going through and, the, and the, I get it. We have people who want to get to the next level, get to the next level, get to the next level, get to the next level. This is my foundation because I know for myself, there's all these different problems that come up, all these different challenges. And I'm like, why? I wish things were just easier or things were figured out. And, and, there's, and there's other concepts here, but I think the, the point that I'm trying to make is realizing that my problems are minuscule compared to actual massive problems like am I gonna am I gonna live or die? So yeah, I just want to say I'm grateful. You grateful, Deb? I'm very grateful. Right. And so that's and so that's number one. Um now number two is this. Okay. If you want to make more money. You have to be, you have to realize that you're going to have more responsibility. More money comes with more responsibility. And if you're struggling with money, realize that you have to be solving bigger problems in your life. Mm -hmm. So I wrote down this equation, big money equals solving big problems. And that comes with big responsibility.
And so even myself, as I run, as I run this company, as I have different departments that I have to overlook, as we have everything in between from clients to um, an actual team, to marketing, to sales, to everything. I realize that, well, that comes with the territory. And you have to realize that if you want that, that level of finances, you realize that comes with it then. And I, and I always talk to Devin about this, which is like, you set these big goals, you set these big expectations, and then God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, will throw these things at you to see if you actually fucking deserve those things. And I'm sorry for swearing, but you actually deserve it. That you actually deserve it. And so even like our conversation that we just had, Devin, it was just like, well, this is what I signed up for. And this is also why I deserve the blessings and the abundance and the things coming my way. And I'm not going to back down. And I'm going to keep showing up with a big smile on my face. I'm going to be feeling good. And I'm, and I'm, gonna, I'm not just going to talk the talk, but I'm also going to walk the walk. And to, to even add to that, I also want to add that like problems are what make us human. So as you're listening to this, what problems do you have right now? Realize that those problems is what makes life life. Because guess what? Having no problems is boring. And I understand you're going through a hard problem. But man, one of the best things, one of the best human experiences that you could have is being hit with a problem and solving those things. Mm. And realizing that those problems don't get solved overnight, but they take some time. They take some time. Devin, if you ever, ever want to jump in, man, you, you can come jump in. Can I hear that? But these problems are take time and realize the small problems come with small reward. The, big, the bigger problems come with a bigger reward. Hmm. And so that's what I signed up for. And for, everyone's, for everyone who's watched this, I hope you realize that's what you signed up for as well. So don't complain about your problems. Don't complain about your first world problems. Well, I'm trying to grow this business. I don't know what to do about marketing. I don't know what to do about sales. I don't know if my offers. Like, think about that. That's a first world problem, man. And realize if it was that easy to solve like this. I know you hear all these stories of these people having massive success overnight. Don't, don't believe that. Don't believe that to be extremely true because there's, there's a, probably a lot that you don't see that some of these people just don't talk about. But if they, you look at a really good, inspiring, motivating business owner, someone of success, someone of that caliber, they usually have a story where they've had to push and they've had all this pressure on them and they figured it out. And so it's easy to throw in the towel. It's easy to find reasons why things are not working out. It's easy to go into your comfort. You know what's hard? 
looking at a problem and saying, all right, I'm not going to solve this right now. I'm going to keep on looking till looking at it till I figure it out. And so I realized that. And so I hope this is a rule that you understand as well, that you apply to your own life. I'm, 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 I'm trying to envision as you guys are watching this right now, and I'm trying to speak to, to you guys and just putting things into perspective because a lot of it is perspective changes. A lot of it is perspective changes and realize that, you know, we see these 1% of people that are doing these massive, massive, massive things because there's, there's a good chunk of them who've failed. And so naturally, if you look at the odds, the odds are a good chunk of them has, have failed mm -hmm. because of bad habits, bad ways of thinking, bad perspectives, not taking enough action. And then we see the 1%, we're like, why are we not there? And to get there, there's going to be a lot of challenges and obstacles, responsibility, and problems that you have to overcome or else you're not deserving of the success that the 1% has. And when I say 1%, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Not the 1% evil rich people or whatever bullshit people are, are saying, but it's, it's that, that inspiring. It's just like, it's inspiring to see what Elon does. If you're like, oh, I, I'm not inspired by Elon, I'm not talking to you then. But you see these people, he's at the 0.0001%, right? Elon's a good example, right? A Steve Jobs is a good example. But if you look at what they've gone through and the pressure and the responsibility and the decision-making and the problem-solving and them taking risks and doing all these things, it's what made them who they are. And so I even want to talk about, I, I wrote this as number five, but I, I'll say it as, as number three. And Devin, I'm going to ask you this question, right? Sorry, I wrote this as number four, but it doesn't matter. This is, this is number three. Hmm. Do you know the, the only way you fail, Devin, is how? Giving up. Giving up by quitting. Hmm. And so I've been studying a lot of history, whether it's the Romans, um, whether it's obviously a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of artists, a lot of actors, right? I saw that, um, it was like a video I saw of um, that guy from The Office. Um, he's like he's like the white guy. Steve, he has Steve the, uh, No, um, the, Dwight, the other guy. Dwight Trout? The other guy who like, who, who dates Pam. Oh, Jim. Jim, Jim. Yeah. And Jim was talking about how uh, he moved to LA. I forgot where he was from before and he was waiting tables and he was like, it's been years, like five or 10 years, and he hasn't landed any gigs or any, any real gigs. And this is not really working out. He's, I hate waiting tables and just trying to get by. And then just when he was about to uh, throw in the towel, his mom just like, give it more time. Um, and then X, Y, and Z. And then I think it was a couple of weeks later, he landed the job at the office or landed the role at the office. Or I say, I say about the Romans and how, you know, one of the biggest things that made the Romans who they were, obviously, Long term, in, in long term, the uh, the empire fell. But to even get to that level, because um, you could talk about the details of that after why they went wrong. A lot of people, when they get to a certain level, they get comfortable and they stop creating, and that's how you kind of lose your position, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but one of the biggest things of why the Romans did what they did is because they never they never actually gave up. 
and there's all these wars uh, where they would like lose a battle and lose a battle and lose a battle and lose hundreds of thousands of lives and prepare and go again and go again and go again and go again. And so, and so I'm under the notion of the only people who actually lose are the ones who quit. And I think there's something about who I am that quitting is never an option. Hmm. No matter how hard it gets, quitting is not an option. Throwing in the towel is not an option, no matter what happens temporarily. Because you know what? It's all temporary. It's all temporary. Everything we're going through. If I looked at six months, and, and, and Devin can understand what I'm talking about, like six months ago, you thought those problems were so big. And then two months later, you're like, these problems are so big. And then it's just like, there's always going to be problems. There's, oh, and then we're going to get to a different level. And there's going to be new problems. It, they actually don't go away. They just change form because that's all part of the journey. And when you realize that, hey, I'm going to sign up for all these problems, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And one thing I want to mention on that too is like you mentioned, you know, Elon and Steve Jobs. And I think one thing that have uh, that all these entrepreneurs and, and successful people have is their ability to critical think and their ability to be decisive and their ability to change, uh, you know, what problems mean, right? Because problems for some people is like, oh, setback, you know, I want to just take it easy, just try to figure things out. But you take a look at even someone, you know, I'll share fiction, but Batman, like Batman, you know, his parents were killed when he was a young age. That's a problem. A lot, some people nowadays in modern society might just take that and just, you know, who knows, right? But he used that as fuel. And so problems, you know, with the right mindset can be unlimited fuel for you to, yeah. to do what you need to do, right? So, And so it's realizing that, that like, it's, it's, the, it's the concept of quitting. Mm. I, I'm a big fan of as long as you don't quit, you don't lose. Now, that doesn't mean you stay in the same position and, you, and you're praying that things come your way. See, th this was actually a huge concept I realized. As I'm moving forward, if I'm not getting faced with bigger and bigger problems, I'm not growing. The reason why I quit my job beginning of COVID was I was faced with the same problems. The problems were not changing and it was getting repetitive. It wasn't worth it anymore. And so even when I hit a certain rank where I was making multiple six figures, I had the house, I had the car, I had the team, I had all this stuff. It was comfortable, but I wasn't growing anymore. And I realized that the growth comes from the problems getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I hope my problems get even bigger. I, I, I can't wait for even bigger problems in a positive way, not like in a bad way, because I'm going to keep my hands clean. So for a problem to come out, like if I start lying to people or doing things that are unethical, then yes, those negative problems that are really big problems will come to me, but I don't operate like that. So I, I don't expect those things, yeah. but problems in the growth phase, like going from 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a month from going from zero to 10 grand a month, going from 10 to 30, 30 to 50, 30, 50 to hundred, like there's 50, hundred to, to 200 to, to 500. There's new problems all across the way. So when you get hit with them, 
be grateful for them. Now, if you're repeating the same problems over and over and you're not learning, and that's a you problem. Now you got to fix this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then you got to handle this. But truthfully, I actually believe that the problems that I'm facing are not the same problems from three or six months ago. Would you agree, Devin? Agreed. 100%. Agreed. And so that shows me, that shows me that I am evolving. I'm just going to speak for me because I, I can't speak for you, Devin. But I'm evolving because I don't have the same. Now, you guys are watching this and you have the same problems that you were facing three or six months ago. Like if you go, man, I'm trying to grow my business and I'm struggling with marketing and you've had that problem six months ago and you haven't moved the needle at all, then, then yes, what you're doing needs to change. So I can judge someone off the bigger and bigger problems that they're facing. What was that line, Dan? That line? What? what? You, you can tell the size of a man by the size of his problems. Exactly. You can tell the size of the man by the size of the problems, by the size of his problems or her problems, whatever you want to call it. And so realize whatever problems you are facing, if they're new problems, awesome. If they're old problems, we have an issue. And so for me, I'm always like, I need new problems. It's almost like I get hit with all these problems and then boom, 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 solved. Okay, next. I need my new, and almost like it's like every week I get, I get hit with my new line of problems. And as long as they're not the same problems than two weeks ago or a month ago, and sometimes some of these problems will take a month, will take a year. But under the emotion that I'm grateful, it's part of the, it's part of the game. Okay. And I don't give up. So number three is the only way to fail is by quitting. Hey everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you haven't followed me yet on the Instagram, come over and join the party. CEO Daniel Francis. Let's connect. Let's chat and let's do it. All right. Back to the show. Let's do it. Next thing. Okay. Number four. Okay. Is this, um, It's, it's similar, but the business is a reflection of the CEO or the leader. Like Devin is his own person, but at some level, he is a reflection of me. And I'm, I, I'm a reflection of him. But at some level, as the CEO, as the leader, as the captain of the ship, I have to make sure that my shit is together hmm. or else nothing else will be together. If I call Devin and... Um, I'm MIA for a week. That will totally impact the business. If I don't care about Devin, then that will impact the business. If I don't care about our clients, if some days I, I, you know, like some days I have a good day and sometimes I have a horrible day and I'm negative and I'm, and I'm throwing shit and I'm being rude to people. I'm being condescending. That is a reflection my actions would be reflection. If, if I'm negative, Devin, I don't think we can actually do this. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. That's why I have to keep myself in tip-top shape. I have to set the right expectations, right? Not like, hey, Devin, no, we're going to do these crazy numbers next month. You should, you should buy all this stuff because we're going to be kicking ass. The next month comes around and none of that happens. Mm-hmm. That's reflection of me. That's me being an amateur. We were talking about this this morning. Devin, we have these big goals and dreams. 
we got to set up a, like if we hit it, we pop the champagne and we got to set the expectation of what we think is going to happen. What, what, what could happen. And then what if, what if none of that stuff happens? Mm-hmm. What does an amateur leader? No, nah, man, we're doing this, bro. No, no, don't worry about the other options. And then guess what happens? These things come around. Mm-hmm. The thing that you weren't expecting happens. And then you lose trust. You lose credibility. They're a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. Now, as the leader, I go, the team can't even trust my words. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot, but do you trust my word, Devin? Of course. When I say something? Yeah. Like it's, like it's, I have built a reputation of, you can call me a pessimist. You can call me whatever. But there's the, we're going after this goal. We're going after, you know, the, I guess the relative realistic goal. Mm-hmm. And then what if shit goes sideways? Are we, are we prepared for that as well? Mm-hmm. So this is, this, is an, this is another big way I like looking at everything. And so everything is a reflection of me. If I gained a hundred pounds and trust me, I can gain a hundred pounds like this. Like when, it comes to eating, when it comes to eating, <laughs> when it comes to eating, I know what to eat. Don't worry. I let myself go. I, 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 I yeah, I know that's going to totally impact the business, impact what I do. And so as the owner, as the CEO, as the leader, as the captain of the ship, that people are relying on me. You have to realize that you are a reflection of your business. If you're, and, and, and that's where it comes from taking just a full on, just taking full on responsibility of your situation. If you're not happy about your situation, bro, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. I take full accountability for the things that are not even in my situation. that are not even my problem. I take responsibility for that. We can talk about a two-hour conversation. I mean, Devin had, had today. That's not my problem, but I take responsibility for that. Hmm. So I take responsibility for everything that I do. Well, you can say it's your problem because, well, what the worst case, I get that. But as a leader, you take responsibility for everything in your life. And that's how I operate. There's nothing that is not in my control. If someone hits me, that's my fault. If something derails me that was far out of left field, it's my fault. I should have prepared for it, right? If something happened with my parent uh, processor that wasn't my fault, I should have had six lined up. Well, I wasn't expecting that. It doesn't matter. I should have had six lined up just in case, right? Something happens with my ads. I should have had three ad accounts prepared by now, right? It's always being proactive. This is a how, how this is this is what a leader does. See, a reactive leader, for everyone's listening right now, if you're a reactive leader, that will be your downfall. Right? We talked about some uh, about some um, me and Devin, which is like we're planning two months in advance for this thing. You know why? Because if we did the same thing like last time, where it's three days before we got to make a fucking decision. We learned from that lesson. Mm. If we repeat that lesson, that means we haven't grown. It means we haven't gotten better. We're repeating the same lessons. Mm. And how was today? Like, here's what I'm, I'm saying, Devin. Not, not that we have to go into detail. Mm. But if we prepared, if, if we started making decisions last minute, three days before, we didn't learn our lesson. We, we actually haven't grown. We're repeating the same lesson that we had last time. Mm. Do you want to add anything to that? 
So I think that's actually really important. I think people are just, they're just, they go through the same lessons over and over and over again. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, with this specifically, 100%. And, and the fact that we're, you know, we're coming across the same kind of threshold of just like, uh, of this cer- certain situation of like, you know, even moving something, something, something uh, as trivial as like moving. Uh, and that was kind of like the whole situation, like moving three days prior. Yeah, like there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of things going on. Like, you know, it's affecting the business, it's affecting you. It's affecting a lot of things that's going on. So this time being proactive, it's like, hey, now we know a day. Let's let's get things in order. Let's have some ideas. Let's have some kind of good case. Let's have some bad case. Like, let's literally plan it out. And even now, like so far in advance, like we're a lot more comfortable and we're a lot more prepared doing it now than we have been in the past. So, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even say that we're that far in advance. Like I'm moving in January. I've already planned for that. Like I remember when I talked to Mariana, she's she already, she's planning January, March. And she's uh, even asked me about things about August of next year. I go, wow. okay, maybe that's, that's a little bit too far. I think two months isn't that far in advance. Mm. 60 days is, is not, right? And uh, not that we're going to, into specifics, but like a good example of what happened to Devin last time, it was like three days before, it was two days before. And because he was banking on one thing and then what happened, or it was one or I think it was one thing. You only had one option. Yeah. yeah. And they bailed last minute. Yeah. And I go, if we go into the same problem, because that's what we're facing a very similar problem. Yeah. We we're banking on one effort option again. We're the idiots now. You know what? If that happened. No worries. Thank you so much for that lesson. Yeah. But if we repeat the same lesson, we go, we bank on one option. We plan everything around that one option and it, bit, and it bails a week before. Then we're the dummies. Just like even with everything I do when I hire, I'm hiring multiple people for one, one position because I know if I bank on one option, I'm in trouble. Unless you have people that are very, very, very close mm-hmm. to me. But like, for example, I don't need three or four Devons. The beginning, maybe I did to see who's going to actually take the role, but then someone builds trust and then that happens. But like, say for so, something on social media, someone to, to run my, 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 uh, my social media account, right. Or to help with, to help with marketing. I want three, three, four different options because what happens definitely when you rely on one person for social media? Yeah. It's like, you know, you not dependent or reliant, but you just get comfortable with them. And then what happens is if you know, they're, they aren't up to the same caliber, then, you know, we're kind of at a disadvantage and then we have to go back and then try to find somebody else. And yeah, yeah. it just takes time away. So, yeah. And, and so, and so under, I think one of the biggest things is being proactive with everything you do mm-hmm. and all kind of stems under the business as a reflection of you. And so I'm constantly operating in a place of, we do not have things where we deal with them last second. That's a horrible situation to be in especially if you could have planned for it in advance if if something happens someone gets into a car accident someone ends up in the hospital i wasn't expecting that that's fine something last minute happens but if i could have controlled it and i didn't then i'm the dummy i'm the straight up dummy and so you have to think about this too, guys. Is your business is a reflection of you? Are you being proactive with the decisions? Are you looking at your life and say, okay, I'm in the same position. I'm going to have to change what I'm doing. 
or I'm being hit and I'm, I'm repeating the same lessons over and over and over again. So what are you going to do differently? And so what we had today, a great conversation was like, what are we going to do differently? How are we not going to repeat the same lesson? Because I don't know about you, but like that was, an, I, I think the reason why I was upset and, and I, hope you, I hope you guys respect the genuinity here. You know, like there's happy Dan and positive Dan, but then there's also the, hey, this is like, this is how business goes. This is how, this is how the situation should be talked about. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's that, it's that genuinity. I think what really upset me the most last time was I was like, this was something we could have planned for. We didn't. Yeah. We could have prevented this. And now we have our tail um, hop between our legs right now and or caught between our legs and we're stressing out. And what that does is it puts pressure for the next day or two because there's this reset button. You can't just go from dealing with all this stress to then going back to the next day, like, ha yay, we're going to like, you, you're, you're going like, there's the high level and then there's low level that drains your fucking energy to the lowest level. And so then you, it takes time to go back to the high level and you'd be like, man, not man. Don't worry about that. But no, realize that that's the situation that you're in. That's why when you have a writer and, and someone's writing, you leave that person alone or that person's meditating. It takes time to go back into that high level meditation. You can't just go from zero to a hundred. Those people don't like meditating because it's not this instant thing. It's not like TikTok. Mm-hmm. You just switch gears overnight. And so that's another one. The things that we could, these are, these are philosophies. These are pillars in our organization. If it can be prevented, then prevent it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's easier to just sit on your hands and be like, yeah, whatever. Things will work out sooner or later. No, because it's the same thing like school back in the day. You, you get told about an essay that's due in two months and you wait to the week before to do it. Yay or nay? Yay or hit me up, Devin. Yay or nay? Devin, <laughs> Devin wasn't even doing the essays. <laughs> yeah, projects, everything. <laughs> Last minute. <laughs> Night before. <laughs> right? This is, this is what I'm saying. That's a horrible way to live. One thing that I'm very big on is I don't want to die early. Right? If I can live for as long as I can, and fuck yeah, then I will. I also understand that I want to live a life where I don't want to say, I want to live a life of abundance. And it's hard working a job that doesn't have a lot of income potential and growth potential. And, you know, cross my, my fingers to save up every single dollar. So I understand that. I'm going after these bigger things that comes with bigger responsibility, bigger pressure. But I also want to live for a long time. Now, when I go after these big things, it comes with more pressure than I was working a nine to five job where the boss would deal with all the risk and I was just showing up collecting a fucking paycheck. So I don't want to do that. So I'm in this, so I'm in this role of like, I want to live more, longer. And I know one of the top leading things that, that causes early death is what to have stress, right? Hmm. Period, right? Stress can be good or bad. Stress is whenever you stress your muscles, you put pressure on your muscles. That's how it grows. Hmm. But too much stress of someone is what also causes an early death. Hmm. And so I realized that. So I'm very big on how do I create my life of 
pressure and responsibility because that comes with that comes with the territory and keeping the stress down because too much cortisol cortisol um which is your from what i understand your stress responders like your your um i don't know if Devin, if, if you if you can explain it better but it's like your cortisol level rises when you are in high stress and so when you're in high stressful situations that means it's like in the wild, if like a lion was 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 chasing you, you have like this superhuman type of um, you know ability. Hmm. And so, I realized that I can't stress myself out all the time, or else I'm just going to kill myself fucking early. I'm, I'm going to die early. And so, how do I do that? Well, you create a lifestyle where you are being proactive with everything. And I think that's why. I don't know if Devin, you want to add to this at times. I know I can be a little bit, not frustrated, but like, I don't tolerate this. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I was coming from you this morning. And you can kind of, because I think that's like raw, bro. I can talk about these lessons and mindsets in different ways, but I think this is, this is the raw stuff that I really like. It's like the podcast type of you, mm-hmm. but it was like, I don't tolerate this. Yeah. I don't tolerate. We deal with something two days before mm-hmm. we had fucking three months to deal with it. Because I'm in la-la land trying to create, trying to build, trying to do, trying to, trying to improve. Mm. And so for this thing that's preventable, that now it's thrown on my plate a day or two before, and we have to solve it a day or two, we didn't have to, I don't tolerate that. Mm. Because that puts too much stress on my plate. There's other people, they love living last minute. Oh, no worries. We'll deal with that a couple of days before. No. Because to me, my belief is you get yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'll put my back up against the wall for a certain amount of time. But my back is up always against the wall and I'm constantly being pushed to the wall because I have to figure out something real quick. Mm-hmm. That's unhealthy long-term. Agreed. Yeah. It's, almost like, uh, it's almost like you have to play the cards you're dealt. Right. Like there might be chapters and times in your life where you have to do that, but that's not what you want to do long term. Like long term, you have to start making adjustments and calculations. So you're coming away from that. Uh, and one thing I wanted to add to with the stress is that fight or flight mode. Right. Imagine, flight mode. Yeah. It's the fight or flight sensation where say you're in the, the like the caveman times. Right. Like you're you're out doing your thing. And then there's like a saber tooth tiger like that fight or flight. That's those nerves. It actually is very bad because it's good and it's bad. Like the adrenaline that you get will probably keep you alive. If you get attacked, right? You, your adrenaline will keep you up. You'll probably move faster. You'll be a little bit stronger while you have that heightened um, you know, intensity. But the problem is if you're doing that long-term, like if it's happening all the time, it, there's actually an acidic feature in that, which is really bad for the skin. This is why people age really quick. This is why people, right? They go through these things where their body's not working and functioning properly. It's because... There's an acidic reaction to stress that when we're stressed out constantly, the acidic reaction will actually tear down our body and actually do these things. So, yeah, you know, you got to play the cards you're dealt, but at some level, you want to come away from dealing with things last minute, 100%. Yeah. And, and so I think this is, I think I've dealt with, with lessons. It, it probably also comes back to my speech hmm. that when I stuttered, I stuttered a lot more when I wasn't prepared. Hmm. Like if I went into a speech and I stuttered the whole time, it was because I didn't prepare myself for that. And I think that's a principle of how I apply my life. Like a, a great example is like a Jeff Bezos. 
Like you think he he plans his months in advance? Not even that. He plans he plans his quarters in advance. He knows what he's doing seven quarters from now, which is in two and a half years. The play, the game, five years in advance. And so, yeah, and so, yeah, I just, I realize I don't tolerate last minute shit, bro, mm -hmm. that you could have prevented. That, to me, I think that's, that's allowing dangerous people into your life. Great. You know what I mean? And it's crazy what happens when you actually put light on the situation. Like, again, even talking about the realness of today, like now we actually have a plan, right? Yeah. Like now we're actually like putting things down. We just need to do things. We check up again on Friday, see what we've been able to do with moving the needle for those individuals, you know, problems. And that's it, right? We make the adjustments and then boom, bro. Like we could easily solve this and settle this in the next two weeks if everything goes accordingly. And then it's settled. We don't have to worry about it again. Rather than the next how, six weeks for the next six weeks. Right. Rather it's than done. how it it's was done. before. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. So yeah. I think that's how I operate. And I and I realized like even at my level, I think I've never dealt with this before, but even dealing with payroll and bills. And it's like I've something about that position, that responsibility means I have to be so good with the money. Because I hear, what if I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't do this month. Hmm. I think people are gonna be like, Daniel, don't worry about it, man. I forgive you. I'm here for as long, you know, it's just like, maybe sure. Maybe one person do you have hmm. two months in a row, three months in a row. It is what it is. Hmm. And so I think that concept has been, um, it's just how I operate It's how I do, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Like that's my job as leaders, make sure that all the money's taken care of. No one has to worry about anything. And when we make moves, it's not going to affect anything else. We, we take certain risks and certain decisions. Hmm. And so, yes, that is, uh, that is number four. But I, I, I really like this, this conversation. Hmm. Um, and I think I, I was going to say six. I'll just tell you five and six, but I really want to talk about number five. So, so number five is one of the biggest things that I do whenever I, um, I wouldn't even say get stressed, but I would say is um, when I have to like shower my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like you shower your body, but do you shower your mind? So for example, Mark or whoever else is, is watching this, you know, you have to realize. So hopefully this is resetting your mindset, resetting the way you're thinking, however your morning's been or your week's been or your weekend's been. Mm -hmm. But to me, learning is how I reset my mind. So when I learn and I absorb content from someone else, I download their thoughts into my brain, um, it helps me. And then number six is realizing that it's all just a big game. Right? Like Alex Hormozzi says a really good example of like, the way that like um, life works is like, imagine you go into a casino and um you, you get given a chip and then you double the chip and then you, you know, you triple the chips and then you five times chips and you just kind of keep, you keep growing that you can have a huge pile of chips. Um, and that's what, what life is where some people just have one or they, they just stick with their one or two chips or maybe grow to like 10 chips. Mm. Um, and then there's others who just keep on growing to see how big the chips can, can land or, or, or become. And then while you're in the, in the casino, You've played for 80 years, 90 years, right? 
however many years, even for some people, 50 or 60 years or 70 years. And like, I don't ever like, yeah, I think one of the big concepts is I don't mind. I'm not scared to talk about death. Mm. I think some people are scared to talk about death. I think death is something that we all need to be reminded of. Right. That's why like when someone goes through a death, when like a breakup happens or someone goes through a divorce or you hear, you feel so much pain, you feel like you're dying. Right. And so I don't mind talking about death because I think it's a reminder of like, what are you doing on your day-to-day basis right now? So going back to the poker example, it's realizing, and this, to me, this gives me courage, right? Like, just think about it. Know that I'm going to die and say, I see this pretty girl, hmm. right? If I know I'm like, Dan, you're going to die one day. Who gives a shit? Whatever happens. And not even like if this person rejects me, she probably won't even remember who I am a day later or an hour later, or even a week later, even worst case ever. A year later, she just, I'm, I'm just, she just keeps remembering because it was so embarrassing and she tells everyone all the time. That's the worst case scenario. She just, it was such a bad introduction that she, <laughs> that, that girl just keeps telling everyone about it for the rest of her life, even when she has kids and she's married. It's just, it's just like, that's like the absolute worst case. Yeah? But for the most part, even with that, I'm still going to die one day. Hmm. so to add to to finish that you when people get to like 80 years old when they're in the casino doing all these things yes. you can't take it with you yeah, yeah. Right? so, so, yeah. so the whole point and and thank you the whole point is you're sitting at the table you're this old man now you got this huge thing of chips and the grim reaper taps you on the shoulder and he goes your time's up and what happens to all your chips you just hmm. throw it back into the table Even if you give it to your family, to your sister, to your mother, to your siblings, to your kids, over time, we're just going to get recycled where it's like 10 generations deep. They're not going to know you. Hmm. By by that time, we say we'll 15 or 20 generations deep. Me and Devin could be 10 generation family members for all we know. We don't know. My my ancestry from like Italy, but like you know, could go to potentially Africa because the Africans came to to, to Southern Italy. I swear to God, bro, African Italy are are so close, right? And then you somehow you have some ancestry. Like we actually go fifteen generations deep. We don't know if we're not related or not, hmm. right? Hmm. Ancestry.com. Yeah, let's do twenty three and me. And so <laughs> and so realize that the Grim Reaper, he knocks you on the shoulder. Or taps you and he goes, your time's up, buddy. Let's go. Throw y'all. You can't take the chips with you. Throw the chips back into the into the pile. And so, just you just kind of just put things into perspective. This whole game we're playing. And so I I always I realize this is the game that I want to play. Like I can confidently say. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Likewise. Likewise. Happiest I've ever been. 
I have a great foundation. I think me and Devin have a great lifestyle, great freedom, right? And and there's this um, there's this path that I don't think I would have gotten from anywhere else if everything does work out, right? And most importantly, I think it's the free, and the ability to help out and work with I, I I would say my people, like my people are entrepreneurs are very like if you're a very ambitious person me and you will be great friends if you are lazy and you find examples to blame the government and to blame people and to blame politics and politicians to blame x y and z for all your all your the reasons why your life isn't going well we're probably not going to be friends for a while Mm. probably be acquaintances but i i deal with people who are very ambitious take full responsibility their whole life and are pushing for something bigger than who they are today i love the underdogs why i named my podcast if you guys haven't checked out my podcast it's called The Underdog with Daniel Francis. Um, it was called Master Your Stutter Podcast. And I just relabeled it. And so I've, I've uploaded a few new episodes. I'm going to keep on uploading them. But I realized that it's just all a big game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And at the same time, I believe that my life is meant to push for something massive. There's this gnawing thing inside of me that's like, I can't, I can never go back to just like complacency. Mm. Like I have to really like, I thrive off being pushed into like a new realm, like push me to the next level that comes with all the problems. Mm. So that's, that's never really going away, but it's, it's just also realizing that like, it's just a big game. And that was a concept that you taught me like years ago when we first met, like, you have to look at life like a Sims character, like, like not emotionally, but logically, like, what are you good at? And what are you not good at? Right. And then start working towards the things you're not good at. Like we live in such a society and an age where you have a, like so much information available to you, like at the ready. So to, to not grow, to not level up, to not get better at the things that have held you back for years or months or whatever that looks like. You're just doing yourself a disservice, right? So, yeah. I hope that makes sense, everybody. Um, but no, I think these are the um, the ways of of operating and living. And when you realize that you got this one body, like I believe that I'm a, I'm a, I don't believe I'm just a bag of meat. Like I, I'm not, I'm not an atheist, or it's like. I'm like, nothing really matters. I'm just a bag of meat walking around or just a a evolved monkey. I don't believe that. I I believe I am a a spirit or I have some type of spiritual energy within me. And I believe that um, what makes life beautiful is the creating process. And if I'm not creating, I'm going to be destroying. It's one of the two. So I better be creating or else I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start destroying some shit. I'm kidding, but probably. Um, that's, why, that's why someone who's bored is, can be very dangerous mm. because we are wired to find games. Mm. And when the game isn't a positive game, we start looking for negative games. That's why you got to make sure that you have people around you that are playing games. Like, not, not those games, but like playing the, the game of creating the creating game. What are you creating? If you're an artist and you're painting and, and, and designing and building, it's fine. 
And so, yeah. And so I'm, 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 I'm very big on these are, this is the way that I think and has helped me create the success in my life. And so, and so, yeah, being grateful, realizing that big money comes with solving big problems and big responsibility. Uh, the only way to fail is by quitting. Um, the business is a reflection of me. Learning how to shower the mind. You have to be sure to shower the mind consistently. And um, yeah, it's all just a big game. Nothing really matters. And when you realize that, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm a big fan of just aiming extremely high, mm. as high as I can. I know that comes with challenges and problems, but that's, I'd rather play that game. I'm gonna, we're all going to be 85 one day. Oh, if, if, if we live that long. So why not do, why not push for massive things? So anyway, Devin, a, a, any last words from yourself, sir? Uh, a couple things. Uh, one, Mark, my dude, thank you so much for the engagement. We love that. Obviously, you've been uh, you know, taking in the information and some good stuff. Obviously, we do this show weekly, every Monday, so feel free to drop in. Um, and I guess one big thing, uh, takeaway from, from this today is the ownership. Uh, I feel like ownership and taking ownership of everything in your life is just so important. And I feel like the people that don't take ownership and just blame society, blame other things, blame this, blame that, like you'll never really get ahead. And you can go as far as saying everything is ownership, right? Like if you get into an accident, oh, well, you probably could have left five minutes earlier. You probably could have left 20 minutes earlier. You probably could have, you know what I mean? Like you probably could have taken a different turn. You could have, you, you, there's so many things that could have happened to prevent that from happening, that when it does happen, even if it's not your fault, so you get rear-ended, like you could still take responsibility and be like, yeah, I could have maybe been on a different street. I could have did something else. I could have taken a, a, a train into work. Like there's so many things that you could have done to prevent that. So to say, oh, it's not my fault and just take that easy way out. It's almost like no responsibility, right? And if you have no responsibility, like, you know, it goes back to no, no you, big responsibility equals big money. No responsibility equals no money at some level, right? So of course. That's how I see it. So, of course. Yeah. Cool, man. What was what was the biggest takeaway that you got from this, Devin? Yeah, I like Mark, I like if you're watching this and anyone else watches on the replay, what's one of the biggest things that you guys took away from this training? Devin, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like the ownership or or even at the at the very beginning, just like understanding um that it's problems are a good thing. And we need to shift our focus to understand that when things come up, like it's an opportunity to grow. And even if whatever problem happens, you get set back, maybe you get hit with some debt, maybe you get hit with anything that happens, like literally anything, uh, you know, an unfortunate, you know, passing away, anything that happens, like there's two things, there's two ways that anything can happen, right? Or that, that you can handle that situation. You can either let that kind of make, make you, Right. So then you can just kind of crumble and you can kind of just give up and you can just go into, oh, I'm depressed. And, you know, you just give up on life and you just say, oh, well, this is happening because of of that situation. Or you can use that to fuel you. And we talked about that Batman situation where, again, his kids like he, he his parents passed away there when he was very young. He used that energy to become Batman. Mm -hmm. So there's no real like problem that should be too hard to handle that could cripple you. It's your perspective on that and just knowing that you you are capable of shaping your reality. I love it. And Mark wrote that you are a reflection of your business. Everything Devin is saying right now. 
guys, appreciate you guys both. Appreciate everyone that's, that's watching this right now. Um, I'll, I'll definitely make it a priority to go on live more often in this Facebook group and, and, and get some more quick uh, things out there. Usually I just call Devin and I'm like, yo, Devin, I got to share this thing with you. I should probably go on live now and just be like, hey, I just want to share this concept with you guys. But anyway, appreciate you all. I'll have an amazing day and um, we'll talk later. Peace. Peace. Bye.